I guess it's the Pat Bev effect. The Bulls are up 63-29 on the Nets. I should have just bet the NBA tonight. All my games are blowouts so far. I don't want to jinx anything. Uh, this is brutal. But uh, Seton Hall did not do the damn thing for me. Yeah, the Bulls, man, all it took for them to play some defense, get former Chicago legend Pat Beverly back home, gets a standing O. I don't really know if that happens. Seeing yeah, as we won't say, watch I think it. he just made Pro- that up. Probably didn't happen. He's not Derrick Rose. Nobody yeah. probably half the, half the United Center does not know Patrick Beverly is even from Chicago. I would think most people don't know Patrick Beverly from Chicago. I'm going to be honest with you. Especially because he's from the suburbs. And if you're from the suburbs, you can't say you're from Chicago. It's just a rule. So, uh, but man, how about the Bulls coming out motivated for the second half of the season, Nick? Maybe they're a team that we should keep an Bulls eye on. Bulls to the playoffs, perhaps? I think that's probably the ceiling. Yeah, Would be I, a playing I think team. that's the floor. I think they're going to the finals. Yeah. <laughs> no? Lonzo c- comes out of nowhere. He plays basketball again, even though they said they shut him down for the year. Pat Bev playing some defense. It's crazy, though, because that team, the problem is they play absolutely no perimeter defense, and now he shows up and they give up 29 points only to the Nets in the first half. Chris Stapps Porzingis also with 23, but he had like 21 in the first half. Wizards are down five to the Knicks with Julius Randle putting up 46 tonight. We've had some big performances out of the gate through the first two nights. Also, some blowouts tonight that are are not great, though. Yeah, and Julius Randle, he needed a good showing after embarrassing his son at the three-point competition. Like, if you're going to show up and you're going to give that type of effort, don't even bring the family. Well, that's just rude. His kid was... just mean. I mean, I'm joking, but his kid was... I'm just... He was like... That's that's I don't know this guy. I'm, right, with, I'm, I'm with him. Pointing walk over away. To, He's pointing over to Dame. Puts on a Dame He's jersey. Like, He's like, that's my guy. My I keep, guy right I there. keep getting distracted. They're showing highlights right now because we're getting like a halftime feed of the dunk contest. I forgot how horrible Jericho Sims was in the dunk contest. Like I tried to block it oh, out of God. my mind. They've showed his dunks. They're so like the first one was he goes in with two arms. Yeah. Then he's got the one arm. He and the then one. he. And no crowd reaction for either one of these. And then he lands and pulls out the little sign and can't open it with the 50 on it. It was just the worst. What was embarrassing, and I felt really bad, actually, even though he's making a bunch of money and he's an NBA player he's and he fine. was in the dunk contest, is yeah, they did fine. show the video and literally nobody got nobody. off Nobody. Nobody, none of the fans, none of the players, they it, were all just about McClung. It was as though the dunk never happened. Yeah. It was like people were standing there watching an empty court. Yeah, it kind of reminded me, there was this one time I went to the girls' basketball game in high school to watch Allie play. Allie Quigley, of course, legend, NBA, WNBA champion, three-point competition winner every year, beat Chris Paul in the horse competition. And, like, the ball was, like, rolling, and instead of, like, throwing it to the official, I was in the stands, and I just, like, shot one, and I drilled it, and I thought, like, everybody would go wild. Nobody cared. Like, nobody paid attention. Yep. I felt like that was, uh, that was a moment I'd like back, because, <laughs> not gonna lie, I had, like, six beers before I went to the game that night. Allegedly. Allegedly. And uh, I just drilled that shot. I felt really good about it. Nobody cared, even in high school. I also don't promote underage drinking. Those were the times, though, Nick. Of course. (laughs) Them's them's were the times. Would you you like to dabble at all in the Nets plus 29 and a half right now? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Although I probably should because... There's not even a money line available. It's completely off the board at BetMGM, which rightfully so. If any team could blow a 29-point lead, it would be the Bulls. Yeah. I find it kind of miraculous tonight that they even have a 29-point lead on any team in the association. Who knows, though? I mean, the Bulls, they have talent. I mean, they have a lot of talent. Unfortunately, they just don't know how to use any of that talent. But, like, you have DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Vooch. There's three guys right there that could give you 20-plus any given night. It shouldn't be this bad in the East. Because the East is not good. It's not good at all. I mean, all. it's... Like, we're watching Miami get beat right now by 22 points without Giannis on the floor. Kevin Love makes his debut tonight for the Heat. Zero points. 
He does have eight boards, five assists, but you got to work him out. He's barely played this year. Yeah. So for him, it's like, I just got to yeah. at least get out there on the floor. Back to number 42 also. I like to see it. Yeah. The old Minnesota number. I like to see it. So the Mets have become a team, as we just talked to Ryan Finkelstein last segment about uh, World Series expectations. Now the Jets have become a destination. Yeah. Like, it's amazing. What, what we're seeing now is a great example of how smart people in charge change the entire outlook for a franchise. It's why I say front office executives that are good at their job are more important than a quarterback. Because in the end, if you can't build a team around that quarterback, it doesn't matter. If you've got smart people in the front office, they can identify a good coach. They can figure out who the quarterback is that fits on that roster. With the rest that's built around it, all of it comes together. you got to have smart people at the very top building that roster. And with the way the Jets drafted last year, and all of those, both sides of the ball. I mean, you have the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, and that's just the tip of the iceberg with them. To now sit here and see a team that's 7-10 and 10 last year with some of the worst quarterback play we've seen in the history of the NFL. I mean, it was... It was to the point where Brock Purdy, not physically being able to throw the football, actually looked better than Zach Wilson out there at quarterback. That's how bad it was. But yet they still win seven games, and they're going to get themselves a veteran quarterback. And I'll tell you what, they are an out. I understand the Bills are still in that division. The Jets is a long shot to win. Win that division, I kind of like it. Because the Bills may have to make some really tough decisions this offseason. Yeah, man, like the Bills... I mean, the last couple of years, we've done this thing with the Bills, and I'm not going to say we overrated the Bills because they've won 12, 13 games, and right. Josh Allen was considered to be an MVP favorite until week seven, week eight of the season. But I don't know. It's just like there's something missing. They seem like one of those teams, one of those organizations that are just like cursed, like they're never going to win the Super Bowl. And Josh it's Allen still has some red zone turnover problems, some turnover problems. They really haven't been able to build a running game. They still need a number two wide receiver besides Stephon Diggs because Gabe Davis – didn't have the year that we thought he would. Mm-hmm. And then it's been about health because they went all in for a Super Bowl and then they lose Von Miller. And, you know, you're going to lose Jordan Poyer. Micah Hyde had a neck injury last season. Is he coming back? What's he going to look like? Trey White, your top corner, didn't come back until, what, week 14, week 15 of last season wasn't the same player. So I'm with you. Like, I, I think the Jets could do something. They're just a quarterback away because they have all these young pieces. And they're kind of in, like the Bengals, they're kind of like in win-now mode here the next three years. Yeah. Because Sauce Gardner is going to be the highest paid defensive back here in the next couple of years. Garrett Wilson is an absolute stud. I love Brees Hall. Not that running backs are getting paid a whole lot. You're going to figure out your quarterback, whether it's Derek Carr, whether it's somebody in the draft, whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whatever you end up doing. But I, I agree with what you said. Like You need smart people running your organization, not only the general managers. Like Look at the Bears. Again, this year they're picking number one because... Ryan Pace was an absolute disaster. We'll see what Ryan Poles is able to do, but it's the ownership at Dip, the end of the same day. Same initials, man. but you know, different yeah. mindset. Ho- That's the way it'll be. Yeah, hopefully, if you're a Bears fan, <laughs> a different mindset. But like Virginia McCaskey, like the Lions owners, uh, Sheila Ford, Brad Holmes, the general manager for like the Lions, like none of these people have been able to like run an organization or a franchise, which is why these teams are always picking top five every year. The Jets have hit. It looks like on all these draft picks. It seems like they got the head coach right with Robert Sala. They just need an offensive coordinator. I actually liked Mike LaFleur, the higher, but, I mean, they were the 25th-ranked offense, so you had to move on from him. I think he was the scapegoat or the fall guy for the quarterback Got to have a fall guy. So bad. I mean, Zach Wilson is not good. Mike White, 
is not very good, but at least the team rallied around him and they buy into him, but he was hurt and he's not good. Again, Strevler's no good, and that's probably the best the offense looked. So I think they're probably a quarterback away. You have a top five defense, even with all that young talent, and who knows? The only thing that worries me about Derek Carr are the interceptions, the turnovers, because if you have a top five defense, you want more of like a game-managing quarterback, but he's a guy that throws for over 4,000 yards every year. We've seen him lead comeback wins for a bad organization. Like back before the Raiders, well, the Raiders haven't been good in years. But if you run the ball more, that's what they, yeah. Then you don't put Derek Carr in a position where he's got to throw 50 times a game. And if you get creative with the play calling, too, because that was the one thing, like, you know, with the Raiders, he was dropping back like 52, 55 times every single game until this year when finally Josh Jacobs put together that year because it was a contract year. But I don't know. We do this with, like, the last two years, do you realize we've compared, we've called Derek Carr a Hall of Famer? Because Devontae did it last year. Devontae Adams did. He Mm -hmm. said, well, when you go from one Hall of Fame quarterback to another, and now we're hearing that the Jets, last weekend when they hosted Derek Carr for 48 hours, they were like, hey, we see you as a Hall of Fame quarterback. They love him. First ballot Hall of Famer. That's how you pitch to somebody, though. You go, look at what we did last year. We had no quarterback. Look at the young talent we have. You come here. We are going to make you a star. We're going to win games, and you're going to be in New York. It's going to make – that's what – Derek Carr is perfect for this team. And I take Aaron Rodgers out. He's not going to the Jets. I don't think he's going there, and also he might be there for a year. You're going to get longer commitment from Derek Carr. He's a great leader. He's going to work well with the young talent on that roster. But I still wonder if he wants to be in New York. Does he want that lifestyle? Does he want that attention? Or does he want to go somewhere – I thought Carolina was a great fit too, but it sounds like they don't want to get any veteran quarterbacks there. But you got to think, like – they're making these pitches to tell them we got a better supporting cast than you've ever had with the Raiders. You could be a first ballot Hall of Famer with us. It, he's never played with a team that's had a top 10 defense. So that changes the dynamic a little bit for him, too. Take some of the pressure off. You got a great running back behind you. Now he had Josh Jacobs this year yeah. and last year. Now Jacobs was better this year than he's ever been in his career. So it's it's not like he hasn't played with great running backs, but you have more of a complete team, and it's something he's never had before. And keep this in mind, too. So. If Derek Carr throws for, so his career average in yards a season is a little over 3,900, 39-14. If he throws for that with the Jets, that would be the second best single season in Jets history for a quarterback in terms of passing yards. Yeah. Like they've had, so he's had, he's never had a good defense. They've never had, really had a, a good quarterback. quarterback except Joe Namath. Yeah. Like that, and maybe Chad Pennington for like a year. Vinny Testaverde? <laughs> uh, hey, l- listen, Testaverde now, let's not sleep on Testaverde. He had some good times there. Pennington had some big years, some good years, some serviceable yeah. years there, but yeah. he never could hit the deep ball. Like he was a dink and dunk quarterback. Yep. His arm strength was always the problem. That was the problem with him coming out of Marshall. Uh, the Jets, I mean, yeah, when you think about it, man, like the two AFC title runs that they had were with Mark Sanchez as their starting quarterback. So, and it was with a strong running game. It was strong Sean running Green. game and strong defense. Yeah. in uh, man, so I, I, I'm I, talking myself into that fit a little bit more. Now, I'd rather have Aaron Rodgers, even if it is only well, for yeah. one year. You go all in for one Super Bowl. But if you can't, I guess it is Derek Carr. I, I guess he probably gives you a better chance to win right now while you still have all these young dudes under their rookie contracts mm-hmm. than a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young or moving up in the draft or any of those dudes do. I don't know, though. Again... I would rather have C.J. Stroud than Derek Carr, though. Yeah, I would rather have a younger quarterback, for sure. One that you can mold, one that you have more time with, and you have on a rookie. Imagine if they have a quarterback on a rookie deal just because, like, and all their other best players on rookie deals. Like, do the Jets really want to do what the Colts have done the last couple of years where it's, okay, we got Jonathan Taylor, and we have a high-paid defense, and we have a pretty good offensive line. Now let's just go out and get our journeyman quarterback. You know, maybe he was just in the wrong situation, and they tried it with Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan. Now, Derek Carr's much younger than those guys. He's a couple. He's only 32 years old, so that's the difference right there. But 
I don't know. I I, I feel like you've kind of <laughs> seen like I don't know that Derek Carr. Again, he probably takes the Jets to 10-11 wins. They're a playoff team. I don't think he takes them to a Super Bowl and they win a Super Bowl though. Even with that defense and with all those weapons, I just don't think he's good enough. So you're the Jets. I'm not saying the Jets would then have to trade up from 13. Yeah, which I mean, this is the year you could probably do it though. Or hope that I mean, you got to. The question becomes, who falls to them at 13, and is that worth it? Right. I mean, if you're higher on some people like Will Levis, some people like Anthony Richardson. I think Levis is going to be gone by then. Levis, somebody will even trade up for him. I think is it Anthony Richardson, but Anthony Richardson might not be ready and really shouldn't be starting his rookie year. I think Bryce or I think CJ's falling. So then you've got, and I think it's going to end up being Bryce. And to, I know he could, well, not to you thirteen. Know, you know, though. He's not though. Because There's no way. I think the Texans trade up if they even want to, if they have to. I think the Texans take Bryce Young. So I think he's off the board right there. I think CJ Stroud probably ends up a Colt. So yeah, I mean you're looking at what well, yeah. May, Man, maybe you do just go all in with Derek Carr and you see what it's, you have. Again, man, like he's always it's always a different offensive coordinator. It's a different head coach. It's like the guys that he dealt with on his team. He's always been a leader. I mean, with that rug situation, remember like he took the podium and, you know, I, like he he's just he's the guy that you want in the locker room. Like his teammates love him. Devontae Adams loved him. Everybody loved the guy. You've never heard anybody rip the guy. See, it's really going to be tough for them to even move up. Yeah. You're going to have a lot of teams that are going to be all in. Not to mention, you've already got the Colts up there at four, and which would be easier for them. They, right. need, they, they need to no, go. No, they're going quarterback. The Colts have got to this year. If they don't take a rookie quarterback, they're the dumbest, organiza- they're the dumbest organization in pro sports. Because how many more years are you going to continue to do this? And you still have a decent enough roster. No, they're going quarterback. There's no way. Yeah. There's to. no way they don't go quarterback. Yeah. Not well, a chance. Yeah. yeah. I mean,. Well, you have to think, unless everybody's training up above them, but your organizations also know if there's conversations. Like a team ahead of you is going to be like, hey, these guys want to trade up and take this spot. Do you want to match their offer or beat it so you can jump up one spot and make sure you protect yourself and get who you want? Because you got, look, the Bears at number one. If they stand pat, it's probably going to be, you know, Will Anderson, maybe Jalen Carter. I'd probably lean Will Anderson, but either one of them you'd be happy with. You know it's going to be a quarterback at two for the Texans if they stay there. Cardinals aren't taking a quarterback at three. But do they trade down or do they go with a Jalen no, Carter awesome or Will Anderson? No, it would be awesome if they did, wouldn't it? If they took a quarterback? Yeah. Oh, you take Bryce Young. Wouldn't it be great? It would be amazing. I would want them back on hard knocks, and I would want Kyler to get that news. Like, hey, man. He'd probably be happy, though. Like, screw it. I'm out of here. I'm going to go play baseball now. I'm out of here. I don't know. I just think, like, if you're the Colts, like, you know, you, you have Jonathan Taylor. Hopefully he's healthy next year. You still, the offensive line isn't what it was a couple of years ago. The defense isn't as good as we thought it was going to be, but that's still a decent enough team in a bad division. Problem is now the Jags, man, are only going to continue to get better, and they're getting Kelvin Ridley. So you might be screwed anyway there. So I the, can't wait to get the there. odds to win the AFC East right now. Bills are five to one. Jets are 14 to one. Second best odds. So they're that to me. That's where the value is now, because you, look, the Jets are going to upgrade at quarterback and they're not going to be 14 to one to win the division once they upgrade at quarterback. You like the Jets more than you like the Dolphins. Yes. I don't know that I could do it because I don't think two is going to play the entire season. And we saw the difference in that offense at the beginning of the year. Problem with then the towards the end, is the defense for me, it isn't. I man, yeah, but I mean, the Jets had number four defense in the NFL last year. No, I know that's what I'm saying. That's probably why I would lean Jets maybe over the Dolphins. But I like Mike McDaniel. I think the defense is going to improve now that they have new leadership there. I don't know. I think I like the Dolphins better at eighteen to one. Show bet. Yeah, let's show, do bet. show bet. Let's do it. I'll go Dolphins over the Jets finishing position. We'll Sw- throw the Bills out. Sweat chamber next.